Hello and welcome to another episode of the Boss Podcast. As always, I am Kirk Bailey and to welcome you back to another year of great talks and discussions from Business of Software, I am joined today by Mark Littlewood as we discuss what we have learned here in Boss in 2021 and what we are bringing to you in 2022. Happy listening. Business of Software podcast, sharing sessions from our conferences and discussions with software people that will make you think. Find out more at businessofsoftware.org. Hello, Mark, and welcome to the Boss Podcast. Nice to have you back again. Let's dive straight in, shall we? Obviously, in 2020, there were some huge shifts in how Boss functioned. And from that, we made some alterations to the way that Boss interacts with its community and how people could get involved. So, Mark, what has been your most surprising lesson from 2021? I think the thing that I really took away from 2021 uh, was how well online events work or can work if you do them right. uh, at the beginning of 2020, when uh, things started to go uh, all a bit uh, uh, horribly wrong for the world, um, we kind of fairly bravely said, Look, let's plan for online for five years, because that means we have to focus on doing something that really works uh, online, rather than constantly think about um, when can we go back into a physical event. Um, and you know, part of that was actually saying, well, actually online can be great. And we kind of thought it could be, but we also were quite nervous. I think that um, it might not be. Um, I think by designing for the, for the medium, for the format, um, we found all sorts of quite surprising things and they've really been reinforced in uh, 2021. Um, the, idea that networking is much much harder uh, online um, actually I think has really been uh, blown up for us what we've found from uh, conversations with a lot of people that have attended events is that they get much better interaction um, uh, with people online if you drop people in rooms um, slightly randomly in breakout rooms um, or have uh, discussions. People can actually have a lot more reach. They can go and talk to people. They can drop in, drop out. People get talking about things much more efficiently, much more quickly. And for those people in the world who aren't um, out and out extroverts, the online format seems to work incredibly well. Um, It's a very, very powerful way um, of getting to the people that you want to um, be talking with, having conversations that uh, mean something and uh, take them forward. So I think, you know, that's that's one uh, thing as an observation. Uh, I think the masterclasses, the online masterclasses have... Uh, been a revelation for everybody um there is a different way of delivering things online um, and probably talked about this before but you know that old model of a uh, a workshop where everybody gets together in a room in a hotel and you arrive the day before and stay overnight and probably get drunk in the bar um 
and stay up till four o'clock in the morning and arrive hungover for something, sit through a lecture um, and then start doing stuff and you're there for the whole day um, is really not a very effective way of, of learning. Um, with the workshops, what we found is um, providing the kind of lecture piece or some reading or some preparation beforehand, people can do in their own time. And then you have two, uh, you know, typically two online, very interactive sessions that are focused on problem solving um, and discussion. And that I can't see a lot of, I mean, and, and from the perspective of us as organisers, uh, from the perspective of attendees and the perspective of the uh, workshop leaders, I think I think everybody has really made a big uh, a big shift there. Um, and it took a little time. I think in 2020 uh, there were um, you know there was lots of kind of thinking going on. There were people that were running workshops, very successful uh, product people. Uh, business coaches, all sorts of people who were very used to doing things face to face. Um, and the message that I get back from a lot of them now is that they really will not go back to in-person things um, because you just can get far more value. And it's not, it's not laziness. It's not, you know, yes, there's travel. Yes, there's, you know, Paul Kenny was saying, you know, if I do a one day workshop in London, that really means three days because there's a day of getting ready and going down and a day coming back afterwards and you can just get more done you can achieve more um and I'm, I'm seeing that as well in in other areas so uh, my uh, I've got two kids uh, one of them's just got to university um one of them's still at school I think online learning there has been fascinating I think some people have found it very hard to um, have found it very hard to adapt, and there's still quite a lot of teaching going on where a teacher talks through a PowerPoint presentation and is constantly looking for people that aren't paying attention um, or you know whatever it uh, whatever it is and. Some of the best teaching that I've seen, and some of the some of the you know the best adaptation, has really turned the the classroom teaching model on its head. And instead of having a you know a whiteboard, a chalkboard um, lesson, uh, and then send people away from homework, people say, "Do you know what? I'm probably not the best person to talk about calculus." Um, there are they go to Khan Academy there's some incredible you know, instructional videos there and I've seen this happening very successfully uh, the teachers actually set um, the homework is watching a class and it's watching a class on Khan, Khan Academy or something and then you go in and the lesson is about discussion and problem solving um, so yeah people are people are getting getting it people are working out how to do it online um, and uh, that's very encouraging. Definitely. I mean, the, the learning factor of online is, is mm. insane in comparison to, to what we thought was, you know, the, the best module and what we thought we didn't, yeah. didn't really give any second thought to really. Um, you didn't really consider it. So, yeah, that has been a, a big shift. It's crazy. It's crazy. Is there anything that you've learned over the 
past kind of 18 months that has confirmed or reaffirmed what you already suspected and um, but you didn't actually have proof of so you know like you're saying about the kind of oddly learning being a bit more surprising but are you surprised um or you know are you not surprised by anything that's come out of all the the online stuff stuff i'm very pleased at how it's worked it's worked out in some ways um there are certainly there are certainly surprises i think you know there are there's a group of people who were quite die hard. I only go to physical events, but you know, and I feel very, you know, blessed for this. And they said in 2020, look, we'll come to the online thing because we really want you to survive and succeed. And we know it's a difficult time, but you know, there were definitely um, people that were kind of going in, and it almost sort of felt like a slightly charitable um uh, or a philanthropic um approach to attending events and and some of those have come back and said i'm i'm all in on online um i want to you know i don't know whether i'll come to the physical events again because uh, you know i'm traveling for a day or or whatever it is and um that's a much uh, it's a much bigger commitment i think that you know there's a flip side to that um as well and and um you know be be very uh honest and open about it because um that's what the point of these things um is 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 that if you go to a physical event you're really committed you're not there in the office and so you've mentally made a switch um and you'll probably have an out of office on and you uh, are away and you can kind of think those big thoughts or think differently without the um, interruptions of the day-to-day -day. Um, and I think a lot of people find it very hard to be online and attending an event when that event is on the same thing that they're using for everything else they're using to organize their life their email their slack their um you know everything is everything is on your computer and distraction is just one tab away um so uh that's quite difficult i think for um for some people and you know what surprising surprising from that i've spoken to quite a few people who said have said that they've gone away and they've left home and they've gone to a local hotel and that's nice because they're and supporting the local um the local economy booked into the hotel for three days um and they're in that different space and they're doing things so you know, it's really interesting how people have adapted and changed things around um and you know it's it's fascinating how different people uh, approach it i'd say that you know surprising in a slightly different way um uh, so we ran uh, multi-day online events last year. Um, I think that's harder for people um, than uh, what we're going to be planning on doing um, this year. And I know we're not supposed to be talking too much about it, but I just can't resist. We'll come. So, we'll come to that. We'll come to that shortly. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I think splitting splitting days, you know, three consecutive days is one thing, but three days with time apart i think is 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 different and makes for a much more interesting engaging thing i think but uh, yeah let's talk about that later
talk about that. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, kind of, we'll seg we'll segue into it slowly. Um, so without giving too much info away, ahead of our big boss launch that's going to be coming up later in this month, um, boss in person looks probably set to return to the calendar, and boss online is still very much on the cards. So what are the primary differences between the two conferences, and what is the thinking behind having this multi-platform approach to BossConf? Oh, you do ask all hard and difficult questions, Kirk. <laughs> um, so Asking what people want to know. <laughs> I think what are the things that are um, common to both? I think there's, there's still two core things. We're about helping build, uh, helping people think about building great software and building great companies. Um, and we're providing a forum in all instances um, for people to think about that, uh, share ideas, uh, hear new ideas, learn from other people's mistakes, but also interact with each other and, and talk to each other about, you know, the challenges they have. Um, the physical event, I think, um, there is something really great about being in a room um, with other people um, and being able to spend uh, time there. There's obviously um, you know, more that you more that you can kind of do in terms of. Uh, uh, you know, interacting with people on a human and social level, having uh, having food, um, drinking coffee, drinking tea, whatever it is. Um, and I think the um, core, uh, the core of the physical events are um, the uh, keynote talks. And I think, you know, keynote talks at a physical event are very different to, to um, the best ones that we run um, online. Um, and then there's a lot more opportunity for extended networking and uh, breakouts. Uh, online, um, we have talks, but they're more interactive. You know, we, we get the audience to engage and participate more. Um, but I think the other thing that online is absolutely fantastic for um, is offering people um, the opportunity to go off and, and spend time just thinking through uh, challenges, issues, problems that they have in a, uh, you know, in a tight, safe, honest, open environment format. Um, and so whilst our physical events are sort of single track um, and major on the talks, the online events, uh, we have some single track. We have a single track talk piece, but then we also have a lot of uh, breakout workshops where we put a couple of dozen people in a room to talk about a particular um, a particular issue. And you can do that. Uh, I mean, I think we probably have at least twice as much of that kind of interactive activity online as we do. Um, physically. It's quite hard in a physical environment to put people into different rooms and point them upstairs and uh, down around the corner and you know you have all of the kind of 
whenever people come out of a room, they start milling and wandering around. And so you know, it's, it's a cat herding exercise, whereas you can be much, much more efficient and much more effective online. So um, I think those are the two, or uh, well, that's, the, that's the, main, the main difference. Um, but I think with both of them as well, you know, the, the, the interaction in the conversation is different. I think, you know, it's extremely powerful. I think, you know, you can get some great learning. Uh, I don't think there's any question that a physical event has a more social aspect to it. Um, and, you know, the kind of the utilitarian part of my brain goes, well, why would anyone want to go to a physical event? Because actually you can learn more and you can get more done online. And yes, you can. <laughs> but you know what? There's just something about human beings that really means they like to be around other people that they feel are like them. Um, and feel supported and be part of a community and yes it works online but um, you know that sort of intangible piece is very powerful physically yeah the, the boss community it's when you're in person there's a much more um botanic randomization of who the people you meet and whereas when it's more digital, um, it's almost like a, it's almost like a fake randomization. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem yeah. as random. Um, I, I love, people do I love that. I love your um, I love your use of the word botanic rather than organic because she sort of botanic sort of suggests this, you know, like sort of gin is made from botanicals kind of these random things and actually all these different gins are different because they have different little mixes of different botanicals together and and it is that kind of you know that sort of cross fertilization that mixing of different people and ideas and things yeah. it's, really it's, a, it's a mixture of chemistry and a jungle um <laughs> whenever yeah. you go to these kind of events <laughs> <laughs> um so sticking with the boss community um, obviously, we don't know what this year is going to, to throw at us. Mm. Um, but what are you hoping to see more of in the, in the BOSS community? And what are you hoping BOSS as a company will achieve this year? I'm hoping to see more of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to see more, more people. I think, you know, what I'd like to see more of um, are... Uh, you know, are more engagements with people over the course of the year. I want to see people more often, whether that's online um, or in um, in the physical world. I think that's a really important, um, a really important piece um, for me. And yeah, well, I mean, I guess we're we're sort of laying a few little things down here as. You know, things that we're going to launch off right to, to talk about some of the things that we're doing but uh, very subtle think, crumbs <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so so seeing more seeing more people more regularly I think is is uh, one thing and when I say see I don't mean 
you know, you don't see people on a podcast, you don't see people on a webinar, um, you do see people, you know, when they're in a, uh, when they're in a room, whether that's a um, physical room or a, uh, a Zoom room. And I think, you know, one of the things that has really set us apart, and, you know, a lot of the speakers have said at um, the online events is, you know, just how brilliant it is to you know, be talking and seeing the people that you're engaging with, because this uh, well, uh, humans require that two-way um, interaction. Um, I think the thing that I'd like to see um, us doing um, at Boss is kind of getting better at and more efficient at um, letting people know what we're about, kind of tightening up some of the uh, processes and the activities that we've got. I mean, that's, you know, I, I feel slightly bad, you know, I should be being like Elon Musk and going, ah, hell, we're going to go to Venus and set up a, um, but do you know what? Business is sometimes quite dull. Um, I know you, we can do things better. We can, we can look after people better. We can, we can, um, uh, you know, interact more with with people and and you know I know you've um, done a lot of work on uh, that over the last year which uh, you know I think is really starting to um, uh, pay dividends but uh, it doesn't mean we should uh, stop and then I think you know the third thing I don't know if I'm allowed to say this um, is uh, get back into some uh, physical um, events and they will be different you know I there is absolutely no way that I would um, feel comfortable um, running an event for 400 people in an auditorium for 400 people in Old Bunny uh, I think you know there are obviously things that we need to um, to do um, to, to make a difference and you know, make people comfortable make people safe be responsible um and do things at the right sort of scale um but i think you know we're quite fortunate in that respect in that you know we've always said we want to run the best events in the world not the biggest the biggest wonderful so we just need to watch out for the boss rocket um jetting off into <laughs> the oh man it is gonna be it is gonna be um, it's going to be like a vagina because I think these. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, hey, um, down with the patriarchy. Um, there are too many flying penises up there in space at the moment. And if I'm going to build a rocket, I don't want it to look like <laughs> cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> So lastly, because I know you are busy setting up lots of stuff for lots of stuff for the coming up um, for the upcoming events, or, including, ah. including getting lots of speakers and making lots of connections with some wonderful people. So last final thought, um, mm. as it were, if you could sum up 2022 in one sentence for listeners, what would that be? 2022? The coming year, yes. Oh, What's coming damn. Up in so I... Um... I'll sum up 2021 first. Okay, then um, after that, but all right, go for and that. hopefully <laughs> there's a bit of my brain that can think about summing up 22 um, in um, 
the opposite of retrospect. So, I mean, 2021 was uh, was pretty good. I think, you know, personally, um, last quarter was a bit of a disaster. Um, I got you know, COVID after, uh, you know, I was double vaccinated, but got COVID and was really laid out with that. And then um, my daughter's been very ill. So um, she's come out of hospital now for the beginning of 2022. But um, we were counting, we spent, um, I think, 15% of the days of 2021, we had um, one family member or another in hospital. So that was all a bit um rubbish to be honest um hopefully this year will be much more healthier for yeah i mean i'm <laughs> obviously not plan. remotely interested in my children and my my wife at all it's just the fact that you know i'm i'm incredibly needle and hospital phobic and so being in those places really worries me um uh, 2022 um i think it will be um a year and when you say to sum it up, you can keep this bit in because then people will realise what an absolute bimbling idiot I am. Do you, do you, is this 2022 for boss or 2022 for the world or 2022 for... for... So summing up um, boss in 2022, um, what are you, what would your kind of marketing slogan be for 2022 for boss? Back to business. Business. It is really difficult to not refer to these extraordinary times or these unprecedented yada yada yada. Um, but um, uh, building back better. Yeah, I, I, I suppose for me, 2022 is going to be a year of building something new um not just better and not going backwards um mm. but but yeah building forwards building backwards better building backwards <laughs> forwards <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, I don't think there's mm. i don't think there's any need to and i don't think there's any reason to go back um to to just what we had before as, as we've already said no. you know, We've learned so much about you know the, the positives of online um, and everything that comes with that that why would you want to go back um, to anything so yeah I, th I think it's more like yeah building forward to something new um, is, is probably the kind of the rough sentence mm. which is not a very good sentence um, <laughs> that I'd, I'd kind of be yeah kind of heading towards I don't know what the timeline is for, you know, are we going to be back to full capacity uh, physical events in 2022? Uh, very much doubt it because I don't think it's, um, you know, responsible. And at the time we're talking, you know, we've obviously got a, um, uh, you know, a think of a number that's more than one um wave of uh covid so we've got omicron which you know, is obviously much much more contagious um and uh, you know the i guess the good thing about it um if there's a good thing is that whilst it's more contagious it it um, appears to be less um serious less damaging 
Um, I think a lot of the stress that's being put on uh, hospitals and things at the moment are, is, you know, around uh, the fact that there are a, because there are multiple times more people um, being affected, and UK has just hit record levels of infection, the people that are going into hospital are in there for less time, um, which is a, um, a very good uh, a very good good thing so um, and the evidence that we're seeing I think from South Africa is it's it's tailed off quite um, or relatively quickly um, so you know, that I, I guess in itself is a good thing that doesn't mean that we won't uh, have new waves and I think everyone's going to be uh, flexible but uh, people are really getting used to you know, this brave new world of work, it's not so brave and new and whatever anymore. And, uh, you know, when remote was a, a, an interesting novelty two years ago, I think people really understand what that's about. Um, there are some incredibly successful companies that are making that uh, move across. And for some, that means they have to really think about you know, how they treat people. I think, you know, you have to have a culture of trust, uh, not command and control in those, um, in that in that sort of environment. But uh, you know, some people got it straight away. Some people are making the switch and some people are just going to struggle. Yeah. And obviously our, our thoughts go out to, to all those businesses and individuals who are, who are struggling because of, you know, the remote working um, implications and, you know, lockdowns that are you know they change region yeah. to region um ac across the world um so hopefully we, were, we are going to see a time where those who are struggling are struggling a little mm. bit less <laughs> yeah. um and yeah. everyone can start to, to flourish a lot more than um they have been um in yeah. the past couple of weeks wonderful mark thank you very very much it's been a pleasure speaking with you again um, and we look forward to being able to, to to share more with our listeners and when boss launches the 2022 program very very soon thank you very much Brilliant. thank you very much Brilliant. it's not a very positive one <laughs> oh. <laughs> and my most surprising thing is how how negative a lot of people went into the year and you know they had mm. the whole of 2020 um, and it was all quite kind of you know doom and gloom and they didn't see 2021 as a chance to to, to renew their their you know their views and their outlook um and, you know the, yeah we, we've seen a lot of people who 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 didn't enjoy the year um because they didn't mm. they didn't want to make the change to doing things differently um, yeah. So that probably surprised me the most is you know, most is you know yeah people's resistance to change mm. probably my my biggest surprise um, from twenty twenty one I think. Interesting. And what was your highlight of the year, Kurt? You can talk about your business or your personal life here. Um, yes, in my personal life, um, I did not work very much of December, uh, which was a big highlight because I was getting married. Um, Time off <laughs> for for dealing with all of the. Um, the the admin and um, celebration that came mm. that came with that. Um, so yeah, that was that was it was lovely to end the year on a high. Um, spending time with family that I've not been able to see for you know the, the two, almost the full two years before that, um, or seen very very little. Um, 
of people. So yeah, that, that was definitely a, a highlight of being able to actually spend quality time with people um, in a very yeah. positive environment. Mm. And how many dates had you had for your wedding? We were very, very fortunate. When we, <laughs> we've technically only had one official one. When we went into or organizing it back in 2019, we were between two dates. And then by the time we got to view our venue, it was the week before the first lockdown. Um, so it pretty much put the first date that we were thinking about completely out the window. And then we just settled on our second date, which we've then kept the whole way through. So we've been very, very fortunate that we've not had to reschedule anything at any time, which is very, very rare for the past two years. Yeah, well, it just goes to... Three or four changes. Goes to show what a badass strategic planner you were. (laughs) (laughs) There were lots of spreadsheets and lots of caution when we were booking things and lots of discussions um, with with different suppliers, um, which gave me a newfound respect for events. Um, they are very easy to get wrong events. They're very easy to kind of put on and do quite badly. Um, they're much harder to um, to do brilliantly. And uh, I'm sure it was. Awesome. Thank you. Fabulous. Um, look, great to talk. Thank you very, very much indeed. And um, I'll obviously talk to you. We're not fully asynchronous. We do value the um, chance to talk to people in this um, company. So, um, yeah, we'll see people in 2022, we hope. Wonderful. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Kat. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Business of Software podcast. For more information, go to businessofsoftware.org.